This is Titus. And I'm Andrew. And we are chilling in the state house, the state politics podcast on Kansas, where we just chill down and break down all the crazy politics, policies, whatever you want to call it, happening here in the Kansas state house. I like how you specified that we are in Kansas. As if there are a lot of other podcasts out there that are chilling in state houses in like South Carolina and Hawaii. I mean, arguably, it's probably more chill in you know in Alaska State House, but <laughs> grizzly trapping probably the big issue up there. Oh, I'm sure there's more issues. Like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. But you know, not to make fun of Alaska. We love you, Alaska. We do not as much as Kansas, but yeah. It's so. been a week, Titus. It's been a century, you mean? Yes, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how a lot of weeks feel up here, if we're being honest. Um, there was a lot going on in the state house this week, um, but we're we're gonna we're gonna go off in a slightly different. Well, it's not really a different direction, if we're being honest, because everything comes back, all roads lead back to the state house. But we're gonna talk a little bit about COVID nineteen and specifically COVID nineteen vaccination. Yes, vaccines. You know. Um the thing that you're putting into people's arms, you know, so that you can put a microchip in, in your brain and then, you know, they could, the government can keep track. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't think you could even joke about that, man. <laughs> we so, are not. We, 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 you got to wait a few years before you start making jokes like that. It's too believe, soon. We don't believe in conspiracy theories here. Uh, we believe in facts because we're journalists. Titus, have you been vaccinated yet? Uh, not yet. I uh, hope to when Johnson Johnson becomes more widely available. You might be waiting a while on that. I think we got like 15 million doses or, or not 15 million, 15,000. No, wait, what, what was it? I got to check this real quick. I believe we were, sh- I believe we, I, I believe we were short around. Um, well, yeah, 50, yeah, it was 15 million. We had the news this week, 15 million J&J doses were ruined because some poor guy in a plant in Baltimore mixed up the, the ingredients and just talk about a bad day at work. Yeah, yeah. We think 5 p.m. news dumps are bad. That's that's way worse. But in Kansas, there are a lot of people who are getting vaccinated. We are up to, according to KDHE, 29% of Kansans, 29.8%, wow. so almost 30% of Kansans have gotten at least one dose. It comes out to about one point uh, 868,000 people, 1.3 do- million doses in total, if you want to if you want to think of it that way, because that includes first and second doses. Um, and we got the news last week that's starting this week. Anyone in Kansas, uh, any adults, we should say, 16 and older, can get the COVID-19 vaccine. So Titus, if he, if he wanted to, could, could go down the road and, and make an appointment to, to get the vaccine. There's no, you know, you don't have to be over 65. You don't have to have pre uh, underlying health conditions. You don't have to be in a certain industry. Anyone can get it. But, oh no, you look like you wanted to say something. Oh no, no, go on. I'm waiting for the butt part. <laughs> Wait, there's more. But, stop me if you've heard this before. Vaccines are political. Oh what? No, they sh- aren't everybody. Isn't everybody happy that vaccines are coming in? What's what's so political about that? Well, people are happy about that. We we should you know we should be clear. Republicans were cheering the announcement last week that the governor said we're going to phase five. All adults 
are now eligible. Except there's only one person who's not happy about that. But, but there are people who are, who are unhappy about <laughs> other parts of it, and that is more on can we require people to get a vaccine? Can we require kids to have vaccines? We're really, you know, this is kind of a, a, a movement that's happening in a lot of st- conversations that are happening in a lot of state houses across the country where we have legislation that are really kind of trying to, you know, under the guise of preserving individual freedom, taking aim at what government can and can't do with respect to, to making full, uh, requiring folks be vaccinated. Um, there has been legislation introduced by Senator Mark Steffen of Reno County and he uh, a number of different bills and they've all kind of gotten rolled into one now but the legislation would among other things say that the kdhe secretary can no longer say you know there are a list of shots you probably remember this well maybe you don't yeah kids you know yeah, we're when you, when kids we, we have to get these vaccines or else we can't go to college or school or whatever right because they don't want you know eight-year-olds spreading Mumps. Right. Yeah. So we have that those list of vaccines, and currently the KDHE secretary can add to that list uh, when they deem it necessary. But Senator Stefan and a bunch of groups, again under the guise of individual freedom, uh, are saying we don't want that. We want that power to rest instead with the legislature which would make it an inherently political process if we were ever to require another vaccination, including for COVID-19, for kids going to school, going to daycare. And, I mean, it's really, it's it's interesting listening to hearings on this because it is probably the clearest indication yet that the anti-vaccine movement has made inroads here in Topeka. And, oh, definitely. And, I'm, you not, know, I'm not surprised. Well, I'm not saying I'm surprised, but it's, you know, I I was talking with an expert back on another kind of anti-vaccine bill, and she was saying, you know, this used to be something that really was kind of in the shadows, and now it's come out, (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it. You know, it's it's much more explicit. Yeah, I mean, one of the main, I know one of the, uh, I've contacted, this was way before, you know, um, this was back last, late last year, you know, I talked with one of the, the heads of the kind of the main Kansas groups, main anti-vax Kansas groups, and you know he was telling, she was telling me, you know, she she's been sitting down with lawmakers way before vaccines were even available, you know, talking about potentially, you know, doing stuff to uh, prevent mandatory vaccinations. So it's it's been in the works, um, but it's also, I mean, beyond just requiring kids, it's also requiring no requirement of like from from employers and requiring employees to have vaccines, right? Yeah, so that's the other element of this and uh, kind of rolled together in this new omnibus anti-vaccine restriction bill uh, that was passed out of committee earlier this week. It includes uh, language that Senator Stefan also introduced as a separate bill, which would say that if you're an employer, you can't mandate that your employees be vaccinated. And This is kind of, this is actually a little bit of an interesting gray area where some businesses kind of can require under current law, but also there are federal disability, under the the Americans with Disabilities Act, you know, you 
can necessarily require it. There's also some consideration for like religious freedoms. So it's kind of like back when I did the story in this bill and I was in committee, there is kind of an interesting gray area here. But the business community is actually opposed to this, even though under this new bill, it would shield them from any lawsuits from people who may have gotten infected at a business. So like if Titus was not vaccinated, he's working here in the state house, he infects a source, they couldn't sue the Topeka Capital Journal for that taking place. Uh, you know, it gives them some liability. But basically, the Kansas Chamber business groups have long wanted this to be a decision that's kind of handled on a, you know, by every employer. And, you know, they don't want much like they don't want government dictating other things, you know, raising the minimum wage, things like that. They also don't want government making a blatant statement saying you can't require vaccines. So is it safe to assume since the Kansas Chamber has a lot of political power here in State House that that at least that portion of of the legislation is not going anywhere? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to say because I, I think there is an interest among leadership in doing something with respect to vaccines. I mean, I think we saw this dating back to bills looking at the Emergency Management Act, which briefly got at the vaccine issue before it was taken back out and chucked into the trash bin. But I do think, at least among, you know, we've talked about before in the podcast, but among the most conservative members, they may push for this to become an issue. Uh, the odds of something getting signed into law or veto is being overridden we're not we're, we're far ways off from that yeah. and, and yeah. It, it's not I, I, it's not gonna happen I, I feel pretty confident in saying but i think it is interesting to talk about as we um i'm assuming you want to talk about vaccine passports yeah well that, that brings us kind of to a national debate that has been going on about vaccine passports basically whether there should be like an app or some sort of mechanism for you to display that you're vaccinated and that will get you out of either private sector or government issued COVID regulations, uh, you know, public health restrictions on like gathering sizes so that you could go to like a concert or a conference or what, what have you. Well, I mean, isn't that kind of a mute point now that, you know, counties and I'm sure a lot of places are now just rolling back restrictions because they're kind of being forced to by the you know law that was recently passed well it's a good question and i mean in kansas i think it's a bit of a moot point new york is making this kind of baking this in a little more to their policy making process as far as issuing public health recommendations but in kansas we don't have any statewide gathering limits etc so the odds of the state of Kansas ever attempting to make this part of their COVID-19 fighting strategy seems unlikely. But that still hasn't stopped governors in other states from disavowing vaccine passports and saying, we're not going to use them. We think it's infringing on people's rights and, and our data privacy issues. And it's become kind of like many things, a political football. And I suspect we may reach that point in Kansas at some point as well. Even though the governor has not weighed in on uh, the issue of vaccine passports and perhaps will not for some time. Well, if we ever do reach that point, you can always follow our reporting. 
at cjonline.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. My handle is tides100. And I'm at Andrew Ball, B-A-H-L. And you can always, of course, follow us on the podcast. Every Monday around 10 a.m. is when we come out. Um, and you can find our podcast at the CG Online website or anywhere you get a podcast, whether that be Apple, um, Spotify, you Go- name it. Google Play, if you have an Android like me, we're there. We're there. So... We hope you have a safe and good week, uh, you know, with all these variants coming here into Kansas. Um, yeah, even though there's no longer a statewide mask mandate, uh, that's, that's, that's still, you know, with the new variants, there's still... But be responsible. I mean, we do respect your individual rights and, and freedoms, but be responsible. Uh, and have a good day, and we will see you next Monday. <laughs>